Hello and welcome to Get Involved Referee. With me, your stand-in host for Lindsay Heron this week, David McDonald. This week I'm joined by former Grade 1 referee Steve Conroy and Des Roach. This week's podcast, we're going to be covering off all Scottish Premiership football games where Don Robertson missed a penalty at Celtic Park. Alan Muir had a tough game in Petodre. David Bonneau had a decision to make for an off-the-ball challenge in Perthshire. Ewan Anderson had a quiet game at Hearts. Referee Nick Walsh sent off Jack Alnick in Paisley. Was that the correct decision? And of course, the last game of the weekend was Dundee versus Rangers, where Bobby Madden awarded Rangers a penalty. Guys, thank you very much for joining us in the studio this week. Let's kick off at Celtic Park. A few talking points for Don Robertson. I don't think it would have affected the outcome of the game. Celtic ran away 4-0 winners. But the first one was a potential penalty from a cross in the box from Jota. And the Ross County midfielder managed to almost make a spectacular save. Don Robertson seems to have missed that one. Guys, what was your take on that? That was a clear penalty. Um, there's absolutely no debate, no debate at all about it. As as always, I'm going to look for some mitigation. And the only thing that I can say in, in, uh, in defence of Don in that one um, is when you see the, the highlights and there was a couple of players, one, uh, one from each team, I think looked as though they were crossing his line of sight just at the, the point of contact. I'm not entirely sure that that did get in his way, um, but that it certainly looked uh, looked that way. But otherwise, there's there's nothing that looked as though he, he had a clear view on it. It was a, a definite penalty. He didn't have anybody to help him out in that particular part of the pitch. That's nothing to do with either Lino. That's purely down to, down to Don. But aye, I think he missed that one. I would agree. I think Don's, as you said, his line of sight, there was a couple of players crossing him. At that moment in time, uh, I certainly wouldn't be looking for AR1 or AR2 or a fourth official to making that call. I think it's, it's just one of those unlucky ones. However, it was a penalty. I think Joe Hart would have been quite happy in grabbing it like that out there. But yeah, it's it's one of those horrible ones mm-hmm. that a referee cannot make a decision. If you don't see it, you can't give it. And I wouldn't be expecting Don to, to see it at that moment in time. It's one of these decisions as well, isn't it? Where VAR would quickly clean that up. How many times have we talked about it? Yeah, that that's an instant, uh, an instant VAR decision. That's there's no debate at all about it, um, and we we keep saying that um, if we use it properly, then it's for clear and obvious errors, and it's something that needs to be done instant. Every single box ticked there. Yeah, yeah I think again, I think going forward, I think the two words will be in, in certainly in, in refereeing and in journalist. The words will be clear and obvious. I think they'll be appearing in every Sunday newspaper and Monday newspaper. Uh, VAR would have cleaned that up straight away. He had no doubt about the next decision he had to make. Kane Ramsey made a crunching tackle on Tom Rogic, who left the field of play not long after that injured. Malcolm Mackay said that he thought that Ramsey got a clean strike of the ball and the way he came through, uh, the left leg barely came off the ground and there wasn't any malice to injure the player. There might not have been any malice to injure him. It did injure him. Was that a red card, guys? It's not an easy one. It's, it's, a, it's a straightforward one. It wasn't a foul. He's won the ball. You cannot tell a player how hard or how soft he can challenge for a ball. He's won the ball. Don't get me wrong, he's taken everything. But for me, he's won the ball. He's remained in control of his challenge. I don't think that's a red card. I'm agreeing with Des. And I am going to reference a famous, infamous tackle from a few seasons ago from Simunovic, who cleaned out Kenny Miller, probably even more so than than, than Rogic. And that was an absolutely fantastic tackle. You can tackle as hard and as uh, 
with as much gusto as you like, so long as you get the ball and you do it completely fairly. I'm, I'm with Des. I, I don't see. I don't see a foul. Far is he not endangering the player though in that incident? Is that not an? In- Why I mean, would he be endangering? He went enough? off. I mean, Tom Rodgers went off injured after it, so I mean, but he has injured the player. Injury, injury is a consequence of a contact it's sport. A, yeah. It's a physical sport. Yeah. It's a. Are we going? To, are we going to take it back to playground rules that you you can't hurt your you can't hurt your mate? Now, I don't think for any moment that he's went intentionally to hurt anyone. He's just went for a wholehearted challenge, which he has won fairly within the laws of the game, within the rules. For me, I don't, I don't, I don't see how you can punish that. No, nope, I'm, I'm agreeing, and I, and I know that that'll be a, uh, that'll be a controversial one. It'll probably be quoted, but I'm, I'm agreeing. That's that's a wholehearted tackle, but I think it's a wholehearted tackle that was attempted to get the ball, and he got the ball. So if you, if, when you're when you're coaching, you're coaching young people, and you're coaching young people, you tell them to go in with all you've got because if you hold back, you're the one that's going to get hurt. Well, a couple of uh, the past few weeks, we've talked about people going in and tackles with, with studs up. We've, we've seen the ones at Motherwell. We've, we've seen the ones uh, uh, last week with Hatati who went in, you know, studs up, and, and they were going to make contact with the people. That, that, that wasn't the case in, in, in that one. That, no. He made a cracking uh, tackle on the ball, got the ball. Yep, unfortunately, Rogic was injured, but it's a contact sport and people get injured. Yeah. Okay, guys. Uh, second half, Alex Incoveti, I think I pronounced that correctly, handled the ball inside the box as time Don Robertson pointed to the uh, penalty spot to give Giorgio Giacomacchus an opportunity for this hat trick, which he took. Was that the correct decision? Yes. Yes. 100%. Yep. Players yeah. unsighted, he's jumping up for the ball, he he's, doesn't know where the ball is. He's jumped up for the ball facing the wrong way. He's actually facing back to his own goalkeeper. He's used his hand for leverage to get up. He's left his hand there. It's a penalty. Stupid. Don't think there's any debate about it. Yeah, penalty. I think it's one of these games anyway. I think Celtic won that game comfortably. There was a few decisions in there, but you know it wasn't game changing decisions anyway. I don't think Ross County receiving a red card would have changed there. No, it wasn't going to change the, the game no, anyway. Absolutely not. That's for sure. Uh, let's take a wee trip up to Aberdeen now. Aberdeen three, Hibs one. The referee was Alan Muir. First big decision was a penalty for Aberdeen, which was awarded. Baron shot came off the knee. And then onto the arm of Bashir and Alan Muir awards the Dons a penalty kick. Was that a penalty, guys? Because there seems to be a, quite a lot of debate about where the ball came from. And again, we're we're going over uh, ground we've covered uh, recently. You absolutely categorically say that the ball hit uh, the defender's hand. Absolutely, yeah. everything else is conjecture and debatable. I agree with Alan and that one that that was a penalty. I don't know where this belief that if the ball hits knee uh, beforehand, then that negates uh, that it's, it's a deliberate handball afterwards. That Take that to its extension. You could be grabbing the ball, you could be picking it up and you get off with it because it hit somebody's knee beforehand. So it's a nonsense. If you, as, as I do, as, as Alan did, if you believe that his arm was in an unnatural position and you wouldn't normally expect somebody's arm to be in that position for that incident, then it's, it's a penalty. And when you think the distance that that ball travelled before it, it got to him. There was no need for his arm to be where it was. And maybe being even more picky, it looked to me as if he moved his arm towards the ball, not just incidentally hit him. It looked as though his, his arm for me went towards the ball. In my opinion, it's it's a penalty. Um, I know it's debatable, but I agree with the, the decision. Agree with that, Desha? 
Yeah, I think the the word we always use, mitigating, I think the balls came from a distance. So he has had an opportunity to see that ball coming towards him. The unlucky bit is it's obviously taking a ricochet, deflection, what, what you want to say, but he didn't need to have his arm mm-hmm. there. So I would 100% agree with Alan. I'm quite happy with that. I think Alan's called that correctly. It's a penalty to Aberdeen. He didn't need to be there. It's because he's on team a foul. Penalty number two for Aberdeen. We spoke about Ryan Porteous last week and how very unsportingly he celebrated a red card from Mullerwell. Ryan Porteous has went in to get the ball, absolutely cleaned out the player. Almir shows Ryan Porteous a red card and he gives the Dons a penalty, which they score from. Both correct decisions? 100%. We spoke about Ryan Porteous last week celebrating and the demise of a, an opponent being sent off before looking after the safeguarding of his, his own teammate. I think that one there, I don't know Ryan Porteous, but that is a red card for absolute stupidity. Why are you going to make a challenge like that? Sean Maloney is clutching at straws, saying that the referee got it wrong. Now, if you're going to go for a ball, the ball has to be there. You have to have a percentage chance of getting that ball. He had no chance of getting that ball. So from me looking at it, his opportunity, negligible. Wiping the player out and absolute blatant. There is no no way that anybody, in my opinion, can look at that any other way. We're quick to uh, criticise referees, but what we have to say, and in, in not defence because he doesn't, doesn't need any defence, but Alan showed his maturity in that incident and in that he didn't rush into anything. He took a circuitous route round to, to get to the, the point in question, whether he was gathering his own thoughts, whether he was uh, conversing with his colleagues, but he didn't rush into it. He took his time and thought his way through it and came to the uh, the absolutely right conclusion. And again, we're, we're, we're talking about him uh, every week now. It's just stupid from Porteous. I think Ryan showed, uh, sorry, uh, Alan showed his maturity there. Uh, now, Alan's been there longer longer than, than probably both of us have ever been there but he's still trusted with, with big games he's still trusted because he's a good referee he's a, a lovely guy and he just showed that calmness that sort of serenity and went I know exactly what's happened here you're off mm-hmm. Absolutely Do you think he was influenced at all by Aberdeen players is that a possible thing for a referee because he was surrounded by quite a few Aberdeen players straight after the incident obviously they've, they've, they've received the penalty he's already declared that he's given a penalty for the incident when the Aberdeen players were then wanting further action of well, we, clearly they were, they were wanting a red card mm-hmm. yep one word answer no um, maybe young guys maybe the first couple of games maybe it's all a wee bit too much yep, you could possibly see that but not Alan um, he took his time and it wouldn't have mattered what any of the players were saying to him he's, he's making his own decision there's one manager who's spoken a bit more on this podcast than anyone else and it is Sean Maloney this season the amount of referees decisions that he's questioned from his Hibs players his coach yesterday where he said the first one was wrong it hits his knee before his arm the rules are that it shouldn't be a penalty second one was a correct decision to give a penalty but the wrong one to send him off definitely takes a player trying to get the ball but if you attempt to get the ball it's not a red card the referee got both decisions in that wrong and it made a big impact on the game. Clearly, Sean has a SFA refereeing rulebook in his, his manager's office. That's that's his interpretation. He must have the he must have the iFab app on his phone. Yeah, he's <laughs> uh, at it instantly. I, I, I would say he's, I think I referenced it earlier. I think he's clutching at straws now. I think I, I don't know Sean Maloney. I've got no no, no axe to grind with him, but I think he's deflecting a lot of things away from his own team, which which a manager should do because he's got to protect his players. However. I think you need to look at the facts as well and say, 
Burn movie just not good enough, and we're making we're making silly mistakes. Absolutely, he's he's wrong. Absolutely, in, in both of those counts, and it's getting to the stage where he has to. And it, it, sadly, it started right at the beginning where he was blaming everybody but himself and his own players. That's what one win in eleven is that? Yeah, Did I'm not sure that? of the numbers, but he's he's not done. He's, yeah, he's not covering himself in glory, and he's now trying to blame everybody else other than him and his players for uh, for their own shortcomings. I think if you look at it, Hibernian have had ten red cards this season so as mm. a as a as a playing 11 as a playing squad they've had 10 people sent off that's a clear indication of lack of discipline within the within the club isn't it and if Sean Maloney's coming out now he's got to back up his players to a certain degree but he's also sometimes got to turn and say the players need to compose themselves and, and, and keep the head on the pitch and if he, they've had 10 red cards this season the worst discipline record in the SPFL it's not good. Yep. Well, we're going to discuss another uh, sending off later on and we'll we'll just reference the, the manager's reaction to that one compared to uh, Mr Maloney's reaction. Yeah. yeah. Ryan Porteous, has he got a big target in his back now for referees? Is that something that referees do before a game? Do you, do you look at the, the, the players in the lineup and go, right, that's a player I have to watch when I go out? Because it seems to be he's, he's always in the headlines for all the wrong reasons. I certainly didn't. Um, I always just took it as it uh, took it as it as it came. But um, if there's a target on his back, it's his his own making. Um, that's two quite frankly stupid acts in two games running. Um, nobody to blame but himself. No, yeah. I think before you have your game, you look at the teams and you look at their their previous matches and you'll see what's been going on. So you've, you've got an eye. You you know what's you know it's going to be potentially dissipating. But you don't go out there targeting a player yep. to to caution, to send off or whatever. I think, as we said there, Ryan Porteous is, as I said, and I don't like to use the word, that he's just been a victim of his own stupidity. Guys, up to Perthshire now, where David Monroe was a man in the middle. Fairly quiet day for him. There was one incident where Daniel clearly was shown a yellow card for what looked like a, a punch, an elbow to the back of the head of Van Ben. Did you see much in that, guys? I know we didn't have great footage to see anything, but do you think there was that was the right call, yellow card? Um, I, yeah, I, I think so. Um, yeah, as, as we, we said, it, it really wasn't uh, particularly good footage that we, that we got. I, I couldn't uh, definitely tell you one way or the other what happened. Um, and I'm well, I'm not surprised. Um, the, the sports team last night, when they, they, they were categoric in what, what they saw, they were saying maybe they, they, they saw better film uh, footage than we did, but there certainly wasn't anything clearly red card in that they were talking about a forearm smash to somebody's neck I didn't see that from what, what we saw it certainly looked like it was a, a good old fashioned two handed shove on the uh, on the, the, the back of the uh, the other player but I certainly didn't see anything that I'd be thinking was a uh, was a red card in that no for me it's not again we've said it obvious and clear for me it wasn't violent it's not as if he's it's, it's on his back for me it's a, an old fashioned yeah. barge push shove whatever you want aggressive behaviour so for me the yellow card I think David Moreau called that called that correct and that was a sufficient sanction yep no, I'm okay with that yep. player went down uh, pretty aggressively did yeah, they not I, they I know. We've, we've talked about it again uh, another one shot from Rose Ed uh, I wish they would just stop it and I, I know um, I know what, what is it Andy Walker used to say if you feel it you go down but come nah. on get a grip no if you're going to if you're going to react theatrical then you're looking for a BAFTA and not a Premier League mm-hmm. title. Ewan Anderson had a nice wee trip to Tyne Castle. Eh, enjoyed the sunshine, no doubt. But did he miss the opportunity for a red card when Jason Holt kicked an opponent? Should that have been a red, guys? It seemed to be off the ball. Yes. yes. Um, that that was a sneaky one. Um, and yeah, it, yeah, that, I think that was a red card. Um, I'm not 
entirely sure that Ewan would still have been watching it at that point. I know you, you know, you get the feel for the game, and uh, you should maybe be watching these things, but. In mitigation, there was other things going on. It had moved on uh, from that point. But yeah, maybe as a team, somebody should have been able to call it. But yeah, yeah. That, that was a red card. AR2 should possibly, yeah. possibly. And I, I, and I use the word possibly, but Holt's got away with one there. He's um, got away with yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a sneaky one. Plays moved on. He said, what would you call it? A fly kick, just leaving something on someone. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you see it, it's a red card. Yeah, good old Scottish word. That was sleek it. Sleek it. Yeah. Sleek it. I like it. St Mirren versus Dundee United. Nick Walsh was there. Very quiet day in Paisley. Des, you had the privilege of watching this game. The only real talking point was Jack Alnick was sent off in the latter stages of the game for clattering Tony Watt. Is that a correct decision for the red? That was probably the only thing that woke me up during the game. <laughs> 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 it, was, it was an easy game for Nick. It was very, it was very mundane. Uh, with the word used yeah Jack Anik it was the only decision Nick had to make and the only decision that Jack Anik got wrong was deciding to come out for that um, it was unnecessary it was needless and yeah it was a red card put his team on the back foot substitute goalkeeper came on and ultimately they lost it in the very last minute agree with that Steve yep and this is the one I'm going to reference the difference in attitude to the, the manager Stephen Robinson blamed nobody but the keeper and his team for, for losing that didn't for a second try and pop the blame off, off to anybody else um, but yeah it was a straight red absolutely yeah I mean Stephen Robinson's come in and he's he's always trying to put his stamp on the team and decisions like that but your goalkeeper are, are not going to help you move up the league if they're looking for a top six position but as Steve said I take my hat off to Stephen Robinson and not blaming anyone but himself yep, absolutely. and blaming his own team Maybe he might pick up Sean Maloney's rule books in and you never know. He That's might start it. pointing the finger at the referees. Although, to be fair, he was, wasn't really prone to that at Motherwell, but hope, <laughs> fingers crossed. Guys, Dundee versus Rangers. Referee was Bobby Madden. No major talking points in this game, surprisingly. There normally is a good few. But I suppose the big talking point would have been Bobby Madden awarding Rangers a penalty for what looked like a normal incident you see in an inside and outside the box in every SPFL game two players going for the ball tugging at the jerseys if, if you could even call it a tug of the jerseys did Bobby get that spectacularly wrong? I'm going to say firstly that Bobby is still the best ref we've got just now and he's a good steady pair of hands and yeah I I'm going to take some credit for where he is since I supervised him one time when he was a, a kid coming through. So he, he obviously listened to. So you're accepting responsibility for Rangers getting that penalty today? Uh, nope. <laughs> Do have anger on that one. But yeah, but, you know, having said that he's, he's the best we've got, that wasn't a penalty. I've known Bobby for a good number of years. In fact, I used to run against Bobby. Is that <laughs> right? Yes, yes. <laughs> Bobby and I were, 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 were uh, racing racing opponents years ago. But uh, yeah, I, I, agree with, I agree with Steve. Bobby's, in my opinion, the best we've got at the moment. He's a strong referee. He's got a good way with the players. He's got a good relationship with um, the managers and stuff. You see how he on-field management. Um, so I, I would never, ever have a, have a bad word to say about Bobby. I think he's he's jumped early there. Mm. I think he's jumped early, unfortunately. There was, yes, there was co- for me, there was contact between both players. There was a wee bit of jostling. If it was in the middle of the park, would you let it go? Of course you would. Why jump in there? Yeah, I'm agreeing. That's six and two threes, whatever way you want to look yeah. at it. I didn't see a foul, but we've all done it. Yeah. 
guys thank you for your time this week on get involved referee thank you very much cheers if you guys want to get involved in the chat then we're available on instagram twitter and facebook please do get involved and let us know any comments that you have or anything that you want us to look at any questions you have for the referees then please do get in touch and we will see you again next week on get involved referee 